Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. This is Chris Baga and Jared Truy sitting here with Raul Rodas. Coffee. Just 85 today. 86, 86, 86. <laughs> I have Four nine more kids. people. <laughs> yeah. Nine and a half. No. Extraordinary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's a happy. It's a. It's a little weird because I mean, we're just being friends like almost like I don't know eight years or so, and you. You're like into the coffee thing and then just like getting into that point of getting married, getting into, you know, it's just, it's like kind of like weird uh, developing life when you're just like old. I mean, not old as age, but it's just, yeah, yeah. you're getting to a, a mature level that it's like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> Check. 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 <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like yeah. that, you know? Yeah, yeah. You, you're going to do You're things. sinking into happiness. I mean, oh, you're not about, I, I'm really excited. I'm, sinking I'm like, into happiness. We just put that on a t-shirt? Yeah. Titanic. Titanic. Sinking into happiness. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never let go, Jack. <laughs> I never let she go. She let go. Yeah. Oh, baby, She's oh, baby. a liar. I mean. <laughs> she let go. Yeah, congratulations on that. Thank you. <laughs> took you. Took you right off the mix. Uh, no, yeah, thank you. Yeah, anytime. I've been really thinking about you. It's weird to be in the back of a room because I, I like no, less focused. Dude, this is awesome. I feel Attention. more focused. Do you? I feel good. I feel better right now than I felt on the patio at the hotel last night because it was like too quiet and I was like, are people listening to us and there's crickets and I was just like, welcome to the podcast where you got some fun stuff for you and in Guatemala. So, see you later. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah. How did you get your start in coffee? What was your first um, coffee job? I used to work for, um, um, it was a coffee shop. E-Cafe? E-Cafe, yeah. Cold E-Cafe. In America, that is the Ampersand. Yeah, and We, we see and those cafe. everywhere. There are a lot of them. It's a chain. There's like 41. Yeah. It's like really. It seems big. like it's pretty Jeez. popular here. When I was yeah, when I was starting there, it was there were like twelve or eight something. Oh, like that. So it was I mean fast. big, but forty one. It's like for a city that, like, didn't have that much people. Uh, it's pretty big. I started working there. I worked like three years there. Okay. Then I worked for the distributor of machines, uh, the Simonelli ones. Technochef is called here. And then I just do consulting and do all my own stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's been doing that and that back and forth. Who did you compete with for the first time? Was it Simonelli or was it, or not Simonelli? Um, no, like Ecafe. Ecafe. Yeah. yeah. So the first two years I competed with Ecafe. Okay. The third year, competed with, uh, uh, with uh, Technochef. Yeah. And the fourth year, that was like the year that I did as, as, as Paradigma. Yeah. 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 And then you won with Paradigma. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh baby. Oh baby. Oh, no yeah. oh baby. Oh baby. So oh, I yeah. met Raul back in 2009, and that was oh my God. you had just. You had won your first Guatemalan barista championship, true? Yeah. And then you came over to the United States with uh, a previous guest of ours, Brent Fortune. Brent Fortune. And uh, that was the first year that I had made a regional final in America. Exactly. So yeah, that yeah. was 2009 in L.A. Chris was emceeing that thing, and he actually emceed for me, called I my I called name. the name. Yeah, I like stole the it. card out of, like, because <laughs> we were alternating with someone else. I was like, I'm taking this one. Yeah, dude. So he, he called my <laughs> yeah. name. That was huge for me and um, – and that was the first year also we served Alita from Panama. So that was cool. We had a, uh, had Alita in the mix. Wilfred Lamasta, shout out. Uh, but after that, I jumped in a car with Matt Williams, Brent Fortune, and Raul. And we drove. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt was there yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we, went, uh, we drove to uh, Santa Cruz. And uh, Emily Oak from AIR, Australian Independent Roasters. I don't know if she still works there. But 
she she popped up and we had like three days in Santa Cruz. Yeah, it was really fun. I love Santa Cruz. I want to come back. Well, well you should to. come back. But uh, and I totally I remember that I learned some in that trip. It was like one of the you know the change you know like mind changers. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's like it's in the time where you're in coffee when you just basically don't talk and you're like stupid. Um, like I mean, like no, like like too much info that you just uh. like you're just like uh huh uh huh, and then you just processing it, and then you just want to you come back and you just want to try everything that you uh. learn, so you become stupid. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah, I get that. Like, but I that's when like, you grow. Is when you're like, accept yeah, yeah, the fact exactly. That, okay, maybe I don't know anything. Maybe I need to go back yeah, to zero. Yeah, and it's like, and just like whoa, and there's so much, and they just want to apply everything. But so you start asking questions, and you just like stalk people and they just y you know stuck and no right i mean what were some of the yeah. memorable things you learned <laughs> from that trip do you remember any of it oh baby oh baby <laughs> i mean besides um, that <laughs> <laughs> i remember we couldn't fit in the car <laughs> that's true so uh, much stuff in the car i remember eating like food on the edge of the beach that's and true. I remember a bird were eating my nachos or something like that. Wait, so what did you say? A bird ate his nachos. Oh, yeah, okay. Not his mattress. I thought he said mattress. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. My nachos. A bird ate my oh, mattress. Nacho, <laughs> mis nachos. <laughs> mis nachos? Mis, mis nachos. Um, yeah, but I mean, I think that probably the most in that trip was tasting. I mean, if you, if you, I mean, as a trip, I remember a lot of things. As coffee trip, I remember that. That was the first time that I actually tasted Guatemalan coffee so much better mm. in my life. And I decided I want to use that for worlds, actually. Totally. You went to all those cafes in L.A. and throughout. Yeah. And they yeah. were all serving different Guatemalan coffee. It was like, oh. Yeah. Roasted completely like, different. Yeah. Like it was, it had like, it was not always ashes, you know? Mm. <laughs> yeah. It was not always trash. Yeah. Like just burnt tire. Because you hadn't, you know, you hadn't really got to experience like no, the better quality did. green coffee as well, right? I mean, I, I haven't tasted that much. I mean, I, what I always have tasted it was like e cafe in that time, like that much. So it was like, it was just like chocolate nuts and that's it. That's what everybody called you in the states. Oh really? <laughs> oh really? Because I was brown. You're racist. <laughs> what the mother? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say milk chocolate. Oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh, that will be Alejandro. I'm yeah. sorry. Alejandro. <laughs> 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 you, you and Alejandro, dude. Um, yeah. Always tight. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. <laughs> so we'll give you a few moments for our guests right now. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and yeah. come on yeah. back. Yeah. With yeah. Raul yeah. Technical issues uh, right now. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Hell yeah! Um, what was your favorite? What was your most memorable co memorable coffee experience from 2009 when you were in the U.S.? What coffee bar was your favorite? Uh, I, I think Burb. One of the. I mean, when I went to Burb, it was like I like Burb a lot because it was just, you know, like I don't know. I think that every every one like coffee shop that I went, it was like different things. Like you went to Intelli at that time, it was like it's Intelli. It's like cool, and it was like. I don't know, like hipster, if you want to call yeah. it. Yeah, it was like pre-hipster. Yeah, I mean, but it was like, you know, you know, like mm -hmm. the shit, you know? Mm -hmm. It was like... I mean, they were hot. They, first, they, second, they were, third that yeah, year. Yeah, it was like, it. you were there, it was like, you're going to get the best coffee in, mm -hmm. you know, in town, yeah. like whatever. Uh, when I went to Burb, I remember I was with you. I think I pulled some shots. Yeah, well, we played. Uh, and it was like, so just, it it made it easy to just 
pull shots. You know, it was just like the environment was friendly. It was just like, you know what? Like you were like super and you are like this. You're just like you can pull shots together and it's he's just makes it easy mm -hmm. to just just do whatever you feel, you know, like you just explore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But and, and be sure about it. And it was like, oh, OK, and make it doubles. And, you know, so it was like just it was my first. I mean, it sounds stupid, but it was the first time just making. Oh, there's no like you know singles. It was just f uh, naked porta filters. I was yeah, like, yeah, we had naked nice. porta filters back then. Crotchless panties. Was like, yeah, oh yeah, because that was pre Baca at Verve. That was so that was actually 2000, probably eight, because you came on in 2009. I came on like it was. Oh, no. it, it was, was the like same year, but I came on. Later it was nine, but at the beginning, yeah, right. it was like February That's nine. Right. It was yeah. early in the year. Because yeah. after yeah. we after the competition. I went back to San I Francisco, and then the one that I emceed for you when you were in the states, and then I was at Ritual for maybe like four or five more months after that, right. and that I came late '09 because mm -hmm. we had because like the first year we competed times. together was 2010. Yep, yep, that's right. When we were on the yep, same yep. team, that's yeah. true. Same team, team. But you were you were working at Ritual because yeah. I remember I remember you had like a pink T-shirt, probably. It was a pink like like ritual cutting. Like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like dropping into a red cup. Oh yeah, I drew that. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. like a ra uh, straight razor yeah. with blood dripping off yeah, the yeah, cup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I still have. Oh really? I think. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. I think I have one stuffed away like extra small, because I was yeah. like, I'm gonna get ripped and wear extra small t-shirts. <laughs> it didn't work, but <laughs> probably did work. I worked extra small for a while and looked like an idiot. It was like salmon colored. I wanted to do it only black, and I wasn't that when you and Chris Owens were working out like crazy I, at the same time. He, it was we weren't. Yeah, it was like just before that. It was like just when he was coming there. I wanted to do the black T-shirt, and Eileen's like, "We need another color. How about this salmon?" And I was like, "Yeah, whatever, man." Salmon. Salmon. Yeah. Okay. Pink salmon. I mean, yeah, salmon. Salmon. Sa salmon. Salmonella. Salmon. Salmon ahumado. Um. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it was basically it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> you made coffee oh wait, at Oh, wait, hang on. Time? We have a question from the crowd. Hang, hang on one second. So then did that influence when you came back to Guatemala how you kind of... Your, like, competition routines in the, like, how they developed over the years? Nah, they totally affected. Like, it was, it was just, like, bombed of all this info. And uh, I think that... The most of the impact that I had it was the flavor notes, right? Because it was just like t by tasting I learned a lot, like just espressos, 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 and then it was like I just needed to find that. I didn't know yeah. how, and so I, you know, it was more exploring about grinders, and then I was like trying to make the sweet out of it. Uh, then I I realized that it was like uh, they started to send me uh, like I brought coffee back to to Guatemala so I look at the beans I look at the others and it was like this is totally brighter right mm -hmm. but it's not acidity as bright you know so that kind of stuff so it, it actually like it took me back and just explore and make it you know and keep asking questions and you know explore and read a lot I think that a lot of things were well the things that you could read because before there was no that much not info much. yeah, yeah no. it was just yeah, just pull a shot, man. Like, <laughs> did, did like you like a dude, man? You know. Did you have the David Shomer videos? Oh, I didn't. Oh, okay. I, I, I think that that, that would have. That was deep. Yeah, I didn't. I mean. <laughs> Cafe latte. No, I didn't actually. It, I I think I videos. saw the the. Well, I don't know the David Shomer, but I saw the espresso one and one. 
Oh, with the American Barista yeah, Coffee School, or yeah, like Matt Maletto, like and like, yeah, 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 those guys. But that was it. Like I didn't, I didn't see that much videos. It was more, it was a lot like learning, just pulling shots and see how it frothed the milk. Like it was different. How the espressos were like dripping, and like I had the rule, like in the cafe in those shops, and 20, 30 seconds extraction, you know. And if you do a thirty-five, I was like, oh. <gasps> Oh my God! This is oh, God speaking to me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we were doing yeah, because we were doing like you were doing like forty second shots. Forty two. Forty two to forty four melters. Those crazy weird shots. Yeah, and, yeah. and worlds. I remember in. that I pulled like forty five second shot. And it really? Was, yeah, it was like dripping it. Like, pff, don't worry about it. You know, just <laughs> just being cool. Yeah, it's almost like getting smoke out of the espresso shot. And it was like, yeah, I don't mind. I, I do 56, you know. You know, no te preocupes. No te preocupes, cuate. <laughs> no, that was the that was the year I was in Atlanta. Uh, I came seventh that year. Seventh. Yeah. And the seventh and second then first, true? Yeah. Man. But you're a big timer. What's the wh- who won the year you got second? Uh motherfucking Mike Phillips. Oh yeah, Mitch. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah, Mike did. <laughs> Mitch Phil. Yeah, we yeah. Love he Mike deserved Phillips. it to win so much. Like that was a big year for I him. Mean, that was 2010 then, yeah? yeah? Yeah, 2010. That's cool. I got second to him that year at US. You guys both got second to Mike Phillips that year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He, he smoked me pretty Bam! hard. Second place club right here. <laughs> <laughs> I was 10th. <laughs> Hot Diaz over here. <laughs> it's funny to hear you talk about having that experience and then trying to find how that happened because the first coffee job I ever had when I – Went up and took a trip with Tony, and we went to Ritual, like, right when they opened in Blue Bottle. It was, like, 2005, and I drank this coffee, and I was like, holy shit. And I went back to where I was working, and I tried everything to get the coffee to taste like that, and it just wouldn't. And I, the last thing in my mind that I thought it could be was, like, actually the coffee itself. You know what I mean? I, in yeah. my mind, I was like, well, we because the, the company that I worked for, it was, like, a weird little company, but they had a roaster. And I was like, yeah. oh, I'm like, well, our coffee's good. Like, why? what am I doing wrong? yeah, yeah. But the coffee matters. Turns out, <laughs> turns that out was, that the coffee matters. That was like a that was like a pretty messed up like moment for me. But I think that that it has changed a lot. Like I mean, before it was like the coffee really matters. Now it's like it's almost it's not that it doesn't matter, but like the coffee, the standard coffee. You have access to good coffee. Like it's no really like yeah. oh, it's for competition. Like you know, it's like eighty seven. It's like normal to get that kind of coffee. It's like yeah. that mm-hmm. micro lads. So yeah. it's like right now it's. It's you can have good coffee like at your shop and sell it. Yep. As before, I think it was like you didn't know or we didn't know what good coffee like extraordinary was, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we were still finding it. Yeah, I think the coffees that I liked the most back in the day, like when I had my first coffee job, was the ones that didn't taste like anything. Like if I pulled an espresso and it didn't taste like anything, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> that's what's up because it That's was like the, it was like the absence of all the negative flavors <laughs> that usually came with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Equals a positive. Yeah, equals yeah. a positive. Uh-huh. <laughs> I fully get you. You know what I mean? One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, really? Went down smooth, huh? That's really yeah. It's it, that's a weird. I mean, because I normally would not think about that. Right. Because right. I mean, so when you export, I mean, you import coffees and you import like good, like not crappy, and right. we. Right used to drink just crappy, like the leftover that you didn't get, right? Right. right. So it was but where we were working when we first started, we were probably getting something similar to what you had because oh, yeah? we weren't in the game of... I mean, when I got to Ritual, yeah, we had good coffee, but like the first couple coffee jobs I had were just... 
I mean, I'm sure they're buying sea market kind of stuff. Really? Yeah. Like yeah. Doll, wow. Dollar pound sort of stuff. Yeah. What? That was a big thing in the U.S. Not even 99 cents? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> No, we were buying the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's how Verve started. We went to a, br- a competition, being the best in Chico, the city that we were in, and then we we didn't do well, and we went same thing. Went home, we're trying everything. We're like, we got to maybe just pull it different. And then we found out that all these coffees were like from this whole different like yeah, level, level of yeah, buying and roasting and so on and so forth. So it took it took something like that for us to decide to well not us it was colby who was like i gotta get into a different shop because i gotta yeah. get different coffee going so that was the beginning of what became verve was same same experience in a way of all three yeah, of us yeah. like how do we make this coffee taste like this because we got our faces melted at competition no i agree so hard <laughs> very hard third machine fourth machine very fourth hard. machine did they do fourth machine at guatemala Barista championships it's no. an extra machine where you, everybody just serves their coffee I mean, after that's they compete. doesn't happen still Ah, well, it was. It doesn't really happen as much now that it's a BGA bar. BGA but bar. yeah, I mean, but the four machine they use to oh, you when you get out of the competition, you just you go, go and pull your coffee. Your yeah. yeah, and it's really awesome. You get to taste everybody's coffee. You, that we tried way. to do that one time, but no, didn't work. Didn't work really? out. Why? That used to be the best thing ever. I think it's one of the best things about competition. I need to bring that, that back. I think that it's it was more like in the U.S. You still have baristas and competitors that appreciate that. Oh. Chris used this coffee. I want to taste it because he described it so deliciously, right? I think they should require it. I mean, no, no, I know, but like people are like, oh, he's going to pull shots over there. Oh, I want to taste it, right? Yeah. But here will be like, woo. And then it's like, can I have a cappuccino, please? Uh, yeah. You know, so mm. they're not like, that's the lack of interest and still like the popularism of the uh-huh. competition itself of being like, oh, this coffee's unique. You know, it was. Like yeah. it's it's starting it, but it's it's. You guys are like on the frontier right now, for Guatemala. The 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 beginning of like the next level. Yeah, of I mean, so that's like the old pioneering. levels of the U.S. For example, it could be. I don't know. It's an exciting place to be. Nerve wracking place I to be. I just got amped for the fourth machine. I'm super amped for the fourth machine. And it's like never gonna happen again. That's w- that's why I said it should be a requirement. It should be a requirement. It's like, that's one way to get our industry psyched on everything again. Also, you got like the vibe of so. So now they have the BGA bar, which is it's cool and it's staffed by members of the BGA and people sp- send sponsorship coffee. So you donation. show up at the bar and it's like a smorgasbord of people, whoever, and then you don't know whose coffee you're gonna get. You don't know who people are gonna serve you, and it's not that they're not cool, but the thing about it having like one company, like if Ritual was on the you know the BGA bar or the the Fourth Machine or Paradigma was on the fourth machine you got a vibe of who that company was because all people from the same company and you got Mm -hmm. a vibe of like who they are as a company what style their coffee is and like just what kind of people they are yeah i would even argue that it doesn't have to be the competitor pulling the competition espresso it could just be like the company pulling the competition coffee right and talk like helping you understand and talk about it right it's like rogue bar how many people how many times you watch competition and wish that you knew what it tasted like when they're talking about it and then like you know whether or not they win or, or not, it's, it's if nothing else, like an opportunity to calibrate with like what the winning coffee was kind of like. Yeah, you know, no, I or agree. Or like the best coffee. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I think that's a, that's a best idea. Like they should be like, even for worlds, they don't do that. They should like the coffees that you use in the worlds, for mm-hmm. example, on top six or tw- 12, top 12, people should taste that coffees and oh, it's man. just like, I wonder see the whole what time. it's like, you know, like. I mean, what am I missing? What am I doing right? You know, right, why yeah. am I coffee? It's CEO. It's like CEO uh, win e- it, winner oh. and yeah, yeah. first place. And it's not, I'm not there. Like, you know, 
and it's yeah, so like a natural geisha. It's so it curious so too, because you can't go to the practice machine. Nope. You know what I mean? Because everybody's in the zone. Like yeah. you're you're gonna compete in the World Barista Championship. I was there when you won. In uh in uh, uh Vienna. Vienna? Yeah. And I wanted so bad to go like backstage and try everyone's coffee, but I'm like, I can't. They're like in the zone doing like they're doing their own thing. Yeah, but you but know? you want like but I think it's a good thing to go and just like that's I don't know. That's when it becomes I feel like, bad, you know, like, that's, sh- like that's I'm gonna like break like when it becomes like VIP people to go in and it's like it should not be like that. Yeah, you know? but that's like the only it, way to taste the they, coffee. They, they could be like a subscription kind of thing, you know. Like, you know what? Mm. I'm, you know, I'm interested. I just want to learn. You know what? There's a time when you can just, just drink a shot from like a VIP pass or something yeah, crazy like that. Yeah, I mean, that. a normal person pass. Yeah, like not a VIP pass because it's like everyone passed by the VIP, not being a right. VIP passing VIP, right? Woo. Are you a PIMP? Maybe I am a PIMP. I don't know what you heard about me. yeah no but i mean i think it's because it's there was that was always the Katy perry Perry on the radio yeah dark horse remember remember is he dancing the dark horse drop the beat jerry three you want me to sing Katy perry (laughs) 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 i kind of did i was kind of i don't think i could do whatever right now I almost peeked the meters Whatever. just even thinking about I think we've been saying. peeking them a lot because we're so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> 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 I did a falsetto. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh our friend Charles Jack. Carlitos. Carlitos. because, yeah, I mean, you're a big part of your life was competing for uh, four, four years, four or five years in a row. And just... <laughs> Singing Katy Perry. And no, I was, uh, like, I was no. just wondering what the hell that I did with my life. <laughs> I mean, but Katy Perry is fine. Like, it's the same. Both of you are making millions of dollars right yeah. now. But no, just for, mean, people, just for people who are competing out there and, like, progressing through their routine, like, how do you feel like your routine progressed, like, year to year? Like, that's good you know, question. as you got better and better. I think, like, I think the first year that I competed, like, in Worlds, you say, or just, like, in a... Yeah, just as you like put your routines together and I think like where was your biggest point? I think in nationals there was more like trying to do not to do the same but trying to bring the things that I used to learn in the US or the trips that I had put it into nationals. Mm. Because mm-hmm. it was like fresh things and then right. for worlds I think it was more every time like I think it was more for worlds that I that I did it differently. The first time i was like the company made me think that i was like the rocking champ you know and i came like 25th i was like (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) i want to the 24th and below you know (laughs) but i mean (laughs) and i really (laughs) i really i mean like i sucked because i mean i remember that time and i remember that i forgot to give the spoons to the judges and i just came back and said like oh the espresso was gonna be so good that you needed a spoon like you know, <laughs> it was like, it, you know, at that point I sucked. Um, going back to that going back to the question, uh, Carlos. Um, no, but I, I I think that that in Atlanta it was more in Atlanta it was marked on me that it was the first time that I it was Guatemalan, so I I wanted to make the signature drink to be you know one thing with espresso and taste uh, flavors, and it was like oh you know this. 
new thing. I remember that for London, it was like really challenging because I knew that I needed to find a coffee. And uh, it was the first time that I, I was, I did it not with Icafe, but with Technochef. So I had openly to just find a coffee with Ana Cafe. I was like, just find the best coffee. I mean, Ana Cafe should know what is the best coffee in town, right? Yeah. Um, so we found a spectacular coffee, a geisha. It wasn't a washed process coffee. And, and I remember that I, that time it was more about playing with the machine because I play with do distractions and long terms mm-hmm. and the machines were not as quite as neutral for everyone because you could play still with temperatures and yeah by by pre pre flushing yeah, yeah pre flushing yeah. and stuff like that yeah you can make the temp raise uh, right yeah so I think it was more like challenging myself to do something that no one expected me to be and I didn't know. I just wanted to make good coffee and I just wanted to make something different, you know? So I, so I think that marked me that I didn't know I was going to come second. Like I was, I was in the top six and that for me was like, whoa. And then it was like, so here's the announcement. So I'm like, so here I come like six. I mean, and I was competing with the big monsters that I have seen videos for the four years in my life before. Like it was Soren and Mike Phillips and Colin Harmon. And you know, it was like, I love Colin and like (laughs) the, uh, Scotty, uh-huh. Stefanos, you know. <laughs> so it, was, it was like <laughs> Malacas, you know. So I, I think uh it was a lot more like doing with the machines and the and the getting the best coffee that I could, you know. Quickly, just for the sake of people who don't know who are gonna listen in the States, where were those people from? You don't have to like say names and places, but what were the countries represented at so that point? Calling, well, Ireland, well, you can say I mean, the names yeah, if you want to from Ireland. Uh-huh. Michael was is from the US. Um, Stefanos Domatiotis is uh, from Greece. That guy's tight, dude. I love. But, I mean, Stephanos. everyone needs to know Stefanos. That's Stefanos like, I mean, is a, he's OG, dude. He's like Rico Suave, just like a pimp. Yeah, just a pimp. Deep in the game. Deep in the game. Yeah. Soren. Soren's from Denmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, Never heard of missing? Oh, Scotty Callahan. That he's the World Latera champion, former World Latera champion. Uh, he's from Australia, and oh yeah, and me. Yeah, and I actually remember that time was really exciting because it was the first time. It was the first year that they were doing semifinals. It was yeah. the first year that there were so many Latin and origin countries in the top twelve, and it was the first time that a, a origin country got like so high in like worlds. So it was a shocking year, like at all, and it was the first time that U.S. actually won too, right? Yeah, that was our first win. So yeah. was it was like a big year. It was like so it was too much. Like yeah, because the Scandinavians were like the champs yeah. at the time. The Scandinavians they were like the Australians ones to beat. Australians. Yeah, Australians. You had like the what? Irish. Uh, Morrissey had won right at that point. Yeah. It was James, then Morrissey. That's right. Then Gwilym. Mm-hmm. On a boat. On, on a, a boat. boat. On a boat. And then after after on you, a so Tuesday you that year. Did you take a year off after that? Yeah, I took a year off, and, and then, then El Salvador Alejandro got the won, W. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. And then you won. And then I won. And you're all origins coming up. And then origins were on fire. They were on fire. I think they. They still are on fire. There, yeah. I I think that there's right now there's n- no one on fire. I think it's just. Everyone's I think well, good. I think Asia is coming. Is uh, that's com- probably true. Yeah, they're they're yeah. coming a little bit higher, but mm-hmm. I think it's. I don't know. It's. Competition is another subject. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> it's a long time. Yeah. To, yeah long That's like, subject to speak on. Yeah. Prep time and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 15 prep minutes time. is not enough for prep time. I mean, <laughs> you know, like I need to pre-call. Pre- it's enough time. Okay. Fine. 
whatever. You won the worlds. You did it. <laughs> yeah. Jerk. Yeah. Jerk. 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 <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I. I think. For the worlds, well, coming back to that, like for the worlds, data, like it, it was so different to to see what happens. I didn't. I want if when I wanted to compete, I didn't want to compete for the wrong reasons. I wanted to compete for the right reason, not making just something different. But I wanted to. I wasn't happy in London because I knew I messed up in so many things. That w- as you as every competitor, it's like ah shit. I knew that I messed up on this. I know I could make it better. And every time that you go out from stage, it's like you're not satisfied of what you did. I mean, not everyone. I'm guessing some of the baristas. Oh yeah, it, it, you always want to go right back. Yeah, on it's like one more time. you immediately know everything yeah. you screwed up. Yeah, yeah. like oh yeah. I mean, nothing's gonna come as you think is gonna go. Mm-hmm. But I know I in, in Vienna I messed up in a couple of things. But Wait. I was like. I like actually don't care the announcements right now, but I'm totally fine that I could not compete again and I'll be happy with what I did. Didn't mm. wasn't there I remember like a buzz going around in Vienna that like was it you? A bunch of your stuff got lost oh, on the come. airplane. Yeah. It just never came. Yeah. Like all your I shit mean, didn't show up. So yeah, the so we sent the stuff from Guatemala, uh, DHL. They got like stuck in customs or stuck somewhere. Uh, so I didn't have stuff, so I had to compete the first day. Uh, so they changed me for last competitor. So I actually didn't thought that was going to happen to me. I always hear that story, but I didn't thought it was going to happen to me. Jeez. Which is a total nightmare. Like if anyone's listening and it's they haven't competed, deal. it's a big deal to not I, have all your stuff. Just the stress associated with trying to find all new stuff. I mean, and everybody, you know, at Worlds, and it's like, dude, take whatever you want. You right. know, like... But it's which is awesome, which is cool, moment. but it's not your stuff, and it's mm-hmm. you know like your mind is set up level. with this glass, this amount, this half, uh, uh-huh. you know, the grabbing thing, the cups, like everything. The only thing that I had was my coffee and my cups. That was the only thing that I had. So the first day you competed with everybody else. No, thing. no. So basically, the first day. So I think it was, it was the first competitor competition day was Thursday. I think. Oh, you're right, because the semifinal. So they put me on Friday, and my Things arrived Friday in in the morning. Wow! So I already have like look at stuff to buy in Vienna. Like I mean, you know, and so things arrived. I started to clean up like mid like twelve like noon and clean up, and then I just run like at four o'clock. But I mean, it was the worst. Like I just did it by whatever. I like fucked up like so much. I went over like sixteen seconds, fourteen seconds. Um, yeah. And the and the second like okay I made it fin- semifinals and it was like wow like I was shocked like okay now I have a shot because I just the first round I did it because I I just want to do it because I thought like I mean at that point if you don't have your stuff your your mind is go like well I'm not gonna you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah. shit happens I'm not this is not the year and you know again again yeah again. <laughs> for the third year <laughs> in a row <laughs> jeez and you always have the pressure of people like well you're second but you shouldn't compete because if you're less than second you're gonna be criticized blah 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 and then you're like you know like i don't care and you know I, yeah, that's, that's stuff that it's becoming gossip and like you you know you have to be happy with yourself like, and Raul fell off yeah exactly you know? he used you're to like, be second in the world now he's third in the world <laughs> oh Third in the world is so lame. Um, yeah, but I mean, after <laughs> yeah, I mean, af- I think after that, it was the semifinal round. It was really, it was, uh, it was horrible. Like I was sweating. I was super nervous, and that was the that was on points. That was the 
the not good one. So I was, because like I was place? I was focused, yeah. and I was like I wanted to go, like I wanted to do it well because I wanted to go to finals. Right. So then I was nervous and I was like not smiling and you know. Dude, I know that game. Yeah, it's <laughs> like yeah. And then you won. When so I got in right. finals, my kettle. Oh, so that I don't know if you know that, but my kettle didn't work. Your boiler. Yeah, my kettle. Yeah, so it was preheating. It should be like at ninety-two degrees or so. Yeah. It only went Celsius, to y'all. Yeah, Celsius. I think it's 202, yeah, yeah, two hundred two, uh, uh, two point five to be exact. But I mean, yeah, there you go. Um, That's one thing. <laughs> yeah, so it stopped working. So it, it actually, but it made the drink better. Because it wasn't so hot. Yeah. So it was weird stuff, but then I was like, yeah, whatever. Yo, I'm supposed to win. <laughs> yeah, I no, I don't know, but. It was El Tigre, fun. they called you. Yeah, that was El Tigre. El Tigre? El Is that a thing? Uh, That's a thing. Yeah. El Tigre. Yeah. That's where I got it. <laughs> oh, you say that? Uh, not often. Oh. Sometimes. When I did, you it should. Yeah. Of you. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably starting I mean, out that's a lot. original, dude. Like, it's come on. Super. Yeah. We should just start saying it. <laughs> Antigua. People will be like, El Tigre. Do you guys know El Tigre? Sabes El Tigre? You should start your own company called El Tigre. We, uh, I think we just did. Have, this, this yeah, instead of cat, cat, you should pull, cloud. like, Tigre and Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cat, it's the same family, like, Cat and Cloud, you yeah, know? No, no, it's our second. It's our sister company. Oh, yeah? I just got to figure out what, we'll like, just what's, call a, it. what's a Thundercloud. Yeah, yeah, I'm just wondering what the logo will yeah, be. Yeah, but what's it called? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thunder, thunder, oh, Tigre. What do you mean? No, ¿Cómo se dice Thundercloud in Espanol? Thunder, what? Like a rain cloud. Like, uh, like, a, like a crazy cloud. You know, there's like a cloud and there's like a thundercloud. Yeah, there's like a and then there's got to be something. Because like, it's like, it's like it should be like a storm, like una tormenta. Like yeah. Storm? Tigre y tormenta. Ah. Tigre y tormenta. <laughs> That's tight, that, dude. That sounds heavy, man. That's like, <laughs> That's like really heavy, dude. <laughs> they got you in the frontera. I can get you, bae. <laughs> So probably I'm going to get here. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, uh, I think I'm, if, if this is we'll be in the this is my safe. last recording problem get He's killed soon. Sapaning. Wasapaning. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're at about an hour. Well, really? Then we nailed wow. it. Yeah. Oh my is god. It, it's easy to talk, huh? It's easy to talk. When you're as charismatic as Raul Rodas, El Tigre. Well, I mean, if you have like something to say to someone that is listening <laughs> to you, like there's always a spot, man. <laughs> right from Tennessee, we're talking about. <laughs> I, I, I need yeah. to, I need to dedicate to something else. Like dedicate, yeah. Well, not dedicate. Shut up. <laughs> Off. Um, well, before we go, if people want to check out Raúl or Paradigma, how do they get a hold of you? What's your website? Oh, What's the you just yeah. Think, yeah, don't say that. Um, Danger. Well, um, you should go to uh, Paradigma Coffee. As in English, on Twitter or Instagram or Paradigma Cafe. Okay. Uh, the website is uh, www.paradigmacoffee.com. Sick. Get online now and you receive <laughs> one free picture of me <laughs> holding some beans. I mean, coffee beans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> holding some dry, unwashed frijoles. <laughs> well, you can be natural. I mean, with mucilage and <laughs> with also... Mucilage. That would be honey and also wash. Meal? <laughs> Necesito café con mucilage. Oh, my gosh. Oh. All right, we're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, this has been the Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast. Thank this you, is guys. Chris Baca with Chair Truby, and we've maybe had the best podcast ever with Raul Rodas. Uh. Broadcasting semi-live from Guatemala City. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We got a couple more updates. Big Steps will be back for all y'all who are waiting on them. Thanks for waiting. They're on the way. And this is the last week to get that Ethiopia Lemu. So order it up. We're roasting Sunday. Soon to replace it is a tasty Hondo. All right, y'all. Have a good one.